Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first book of Samuel. All the elders of Israel came in a body to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, Now that you are old and your sons do not follow your example, appoint a king over us as other nations have to judge us. Samuel was displeased when they asked for a king to judge them. He prayed to the Lord, however, who said in answer, Grant the people's every request. It is not you they reject. They are rejecting me as their king. Samuel delivered the message of the Lord in full to those who were asking him for a king. He told them, The rights of the king who will rule you will rule you will be as follows. He will take your sons and assign them to his chariots and horses, and they will run before his chariot. He will also appoint from among them his commanders of groups of a thousand and of a hundred soldiers. He will set them to do his plowing and his harvesting, and to make his implements of war and the equipment of his chariots. He will use your daughters as ointment makers, as cooks, and as bakers. He will take the best of your fields, vineyards, and olive groves and give them to his officials. He will tithe your crops and your vineyards and give the revenue to his eunuchs and his slaves. He will take your male and female servants as well as your best oxen and your asses and use them to do his work. He will tithe your flocks, and you yourselves will become his slaves. When this takes place, you will complain against the king whom you have chosen, but on that day... The Lord will not answer you. The people, however, refused to listen to Samuel's warning and said, Not so. There must be a king over us. We too must be like other nations, with a king to rule us and to lead us in warfare and fight our battles. When Samuel had listened to all the people had to say, he repeated it to the Lord, who then said to him, Grant their request and appoint a king to rule them. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door. And he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves, so he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, pick up your mat, and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, Rise, pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. The young Samuel, who we have been reading about at Mass this week, he judged, preached, and interceded for the Jews all the days of his life, says chapter seven, fifteen. And with Samuel, the era of the judges of Israel came to an an end. A king was coming to them now. Samuel, like Eli the priest and judge before him, he got old. 
So Samuel passed on the torch to his two sons. But like Eli's evil sons, Samuel's sons were not any good either. Quote, they turned aside after gain. They took bribes and perverted justice. That's the verse directly before the start of today's passage. So the Hebrews demanded that Samuel appoint a king to rule them so they could be like the other pagan nations that surrounded them. The Lord told Samuel to give the people what they wanted. Grant their request. It's not you they reject. They're rejecting me as their king. But the Lord told Samuel to solemnly warn the Hebrews that their choices would have consequences if they did not want to govern themselves, which takes discipline and sacrifice, well, someone would gladly step in. The Jews would trade their freedom for, quote-unquote, security. The Lord said, you want a king? Okay, this is what will happen when you get your king. He will draft your sons into his army. Your other sons will have to work for him in his fields and make weapons for him, and your daughters will be conscripted as servants to cook for him. He'll take the best of your crops, and he'll tax you on the ones you get to keep. You yourselves will end up becoming his slaves, and when you complain to God against the king you've chosen, he will not listen to you. And how did the Hebrews answer Samuel? They said, we don't care. Give us a king. In tomorrow's passage at Holy Mass from Samuel, a young man named Saul is introduced. He was on the hunt for some runaway donkeys when he ran into Samuel. The Lord told Samuel to anoint him king. Saul was tall and handsome. He had the look of a king. But looks can be deceiving. Time would show that it takes more than looks to rule. Saul's weaknesses would cause heartache throughout the land. The people who cried out for him to be king ended up crying out to God to get rid of him. But as Samuel warned the Jews, when this takes place, you will complain against the king whom you have chosen, but on that day the Lord will not answer you. Countries, nations, they need governed for the sake of order and the common good. But the Hebrews thought a government program was the ultimate answer to all their problems. Even when God sent prophets like Samuel to warn them otherwise, they then idolized and worshipped the state above God. Isn't that interesting? Nothing changes. People today have traded their freedom so the state can keep them, quote-unquote, safe, even to the point of preventing them from catching a cold. The all-powerful state now controls and watches everything as if it were God. Yet it takes bribes and perverts justice. And the people bow down to it because they're more afraid of the state than they are of God who gave the state its power in the first place. So we get the leaders we deserve, just like the Hebrews who ended up becoming slaves. My friends, a king is coming to us. Let's get drafted in his army and work in his fields. Let's stop rejecting him as our king. 